This is Grumpy SEO Guy, episode 11, SEO Stories 1. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy, and I'm sharing with you the strategies that have helped me successfully run my SEO agency for the last 14 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience, discussing tips and strategies, and trying to help you cut through the confusion that permeates this industry. If you listen to this podcast, you will know more about SEO than 99% of people on the planet. Ready? Let's get started. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy. Instead of telling you why I'm grumpy today, I'm just going to share with you some SEO stories. But before we do that, my lawyer tells me that I have to say this right now. A quick disclaimer before we get started, everything I say here is based on my experience and opinion from 14 years in the industry. I don't officially know how Google or any other search engines work. Everything I say here is hypothetical and based on my experience. This podcast does not constitute advice or services. What worked for me may or may not work for you. Okay, back to the show. Let's get right into it, okay? The first story involves a colleague of mine. So one of my friends, I met him. I'm trying not to reveal any information here. Okay, I met him... I used to live on the West Coast and I worked in a shared office space, which you may also know by the term co-working space. Anyway, it was super awesome. I could talk about how much I loved it forever, but I'm not going to. So anyway, this guy sat behind me and he was pretty cool. And you know, we would talk about business and stuff and we'd talk about SEO and he worked for a, he worked for an internet company that I don't really want to say anything about what they did, but you probably haven't heard of them, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, he was in their marketing and I think like SEO department or something. I can't remember. And (laughs) so anyways, here's the story. There is a well-known SEO guru and I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm sure you've heard of him. And years ago, this guy wrote a book. I guess it was a book about SEO or internet marketing or something. I I honestly don't remember. But anyways, he had some deal where if you bought 80 copies of his book, you would get like a free hour of consulting or something like that. And like, I'm not sure exactly how many copies it was, but so anyways, my friend buys 80 copies of this guy's book just to get the free hour of consulting. And it's funny because, okay, you have to understand like this co-working space that I worked in was phenomenally supportive and everybody was awesome and everybody helped everybody. And it was, it was basically like a whole bunch of either entrepreneurs or work from home type people who didn't really want to work out of their like family room or whatever. They all, they all joined this place and it was super cool. And it's, it's like the most friendly, supportive, uh, constructive place I've ever been in my life. Like my professional and personal development grew by leaps and bounds in the time that I was there. Like just imagine having, the best way I can put it is like this. Normally people hate their jobs because they're surrounded by their coworkers. And so you're like always, like everybody's always like making sure that you're not doing anything you're not supposed to be doing, right? But in this space, nobody was anyone's coworker because everybody did their own thing for the most part at their own company. So like, yeah, who cares? It was very casual. Like. Here, if somebody sees you surfing the net, nobody cares. They'd probably be like, oh, I'm going to go stop by and say hi. You know what I mean? It was very awesome and very friendly and tons of networking events. Seriously, like one of the one of the like coolest things I've ever done in my life was working there. So anyway, the point is I would give people SEO help 
they would give me help with coding or programming or whatever thing I don't understand. Um, I actually met my sales coach who I mentioned in another episode while I was working there. But the thing is, it was a very collaborative place and everybody was helping everybody because everybody had their own specialty and just like imagine being surrounded by like a bunch of entrepreneurs who are super motivated and super smart, like literally whatever you need, somebody knows how to do, all right? So anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is my friend would ask me SEO questions and generally speaking, the answers to all of his questions were, you need to get more authority by getting backlinks from authoritative domains. And he would always be like, yeah, I don't know. It's not, you know, that's not really what you're supposed to do because he probably read on somebody's blog that you're not supposed to do that and content is king, okay? That's what everybody thinks, so I understand. But I told him many, many times that the way to get to the top of the search engines is to get authority from authoritative domains and the best way to do that is to have your own portfolio of domains which is the way my agency does it because as you'll learn in another episode, it's the only safe way to do it. So anyway, my friend buys 80 copies of this guy's book and then he gets his hour of consulting. And like, I think he, I think he just gave the 80 copies of books away to his, to his team members or something at his company. I don't really remember. But anyway, so he gets this consulting and I'm so curious. This guy literally sat behind me and I could like turn around and like see him in his Zoom calls with his headphones on and like whatever. And so he got this hour of consulting by the super well-known guy. And I was so curious afterwards. I'm like, so what did you learn? I just wanted to know what kind of SEO advice you get when you buy 80 copies of a book. So he's basically like, oh yeah, the guy told me that if you just build your own network and you make it big enough, you can rank any site you want for whatever keywords you want. And I'm like, dude, that's what I've been telling you for two years. But I don't know, mostly just validated me because like here's a well-known SEO guy who's basically like describing the same strategy that we've been using with our clients for, you know, the last decade. All I think it was like eight years at this point. When was it? That would have been, yeah, eight years at that point. So anyway, but the funny part is this well-known SEO guru is one of those content is king people if you ever go on the website. So it's funny when you buy 80 copies of somebody's book, then I guess you get privy to the real information. I don't know. Actually, to be fair though, I was always kind of butthurt because I really want I really wanted to get my friend's company as a client. Like I really I really did. They were it, they were, I really thought I could help them. I would overhear him on his phone calls all the time. And I'm like, "And I just want to mention for the record, my friend was not one of those people who is annoying when they're in meetings. If you've ever been in an open office space, and somebody's on the phone call and they're just being loud and obnoxious or worse yet, they don't have headphones on and they're actually having the phone call through their speakers or on their cell phone. Oh my gosh. I mean like the video call on their cell phone, putting the sound out into the room so everybody can hear it. My friend was not one of those guys. So anyway, I would always overhear him though on his phone calls a little bit, talking about like all these SEO problems they have. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, just, please like, let me, let me help you. Like just, I can solve literally all of your SEO problems. And like, he didn't believe me about the strategy that real SEO agencies use, which as you know, is using your own portfolio of authoritative blogs to rank your clients' websites. So anyway, after his consultation with this SEO guru, he's like, 
Well, yeah, you know, he said if you get enough authoritative websites, you can just, you know, use them to, I think network was the word he used, but he's like, oh, yeah, if you get enough sites, if you get enough sites in your network, you can, uh, you can just rank whatever you want. And I'm like, dude, I know that's what I've been telling you. Anyways, I actually never got them as a client and I was kind of bummed because like I said, I really, really would have been able to help them. I don't know if my friend just Look, I don't know. Okay, it's possible maybe he just thought I was like a big idiot or something. Like, whatever. Let's, you can think that. That's cool. Or maybe it was like an ego thing and he didn't want to put me in a position where I could say I told you so. But I wouldn't have said that because I don't really care. I just really, really thought I would have been able to help them. I knew what all of their SEO problems were. They were all easily solvable by getting a greater amount of authority than they currently had, which again, is not only the way you do SEO, but is literally what my agency has done since we came into being eight years ago at that time. So whatever. I did think it was funny though. And he never even gave me one of the copies of the books. I thought he would. He literally, he literally had this like big box. I think it was two boxes actually. Actually, it's probably more books are really heavy, but he had this like, he had this big box of like books, like this this dude's book under his desk for like a month or something until he was somehow able to like get them to his team members. And I'm just like, okay, dude, like whatever, like just like turn around and tap me on the shoulder. If you don't get to the top of the search engines, I'll help you. Okay. I won't even make you buy 80 copies of my book. It's like, what? whatever, dude, I don't care. Anyway, it was just, it was just funny. Maybe I'll write a book and then I'll give away some consulting if somebody buys 80 copies of it, but probably not. I mean, I'm probably not going to write a book. Just listen to the podcast. It would literally just be everything I say in this podcast. So here, here's my book. Ready? Chapter one. To get to the top of the search engines, get more authority than your competition. Chapter two. Build your own portfolio of authoritative domains. Chapter three. Link to your target websites. Chapter four. Enjoy all the money you're making at the top of the search engines. Okay. Book's over. It was like, it was like four pages. I don't know. Anyway, next story actually involves the same guy. I know. Okay, so he was hiring an SEO person. I, I don't remember. He told me, he's like, hey, I got to interview some people today for an SEO position. And I'm like, that sounds cool. Let me know if I can help with anything. And so anyway, he's got his interviews all day. And then I'm like, how'd your interviews go? And he's like, well, you know, they're pretty good. We found this one guy. He seems he seems pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, well, what did what did the guy say? I'm like, what what kind of questions did you ask him? And he's, you know what? Actually, the moral of the story is going to be awesome. So this is actually, SEO stories is just supposed to be fun and relaxing. But like, this is actually going to be like a decent point that you should probably understand. And we'll talk about this more in the interview episode. He's, I was like, well, what questions did you ask him? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I asked him about a time that he had some success doing some SEO and, you know, okay, okay, that's a fair question, you know, whatever, it's whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, what did he tell you? And he goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, he told me about a time that he uh, he outranked, he outranked, like, he the, the company that he worked for, he outranked one of their competitors or something. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's pretty good. And then I found out the company he worked for was this enormous conglomerate and the company that he outranked was some tiny little mom and pop shop. Like, of course he outranked them. 
the person now listen this is this is the most valuable thing you're going to learn from this episode the person that you want to hire is the person who took the tiny little company that no one's ever heard of and outranked the giant okay that's a that's the sign of a good seo person very very few people can do that when you take a nobody and you outrank a big player that person understands seo anyone in the it's like look at okay Look at all these websites online, right? All these, I'm not gonna name them, but look at all these well-known websites that rank for anything, okay? And when I say anything, I mean like whatever you search for, they're always there at the top of the search engines. You know who I'm talking about. Like, his story was akin to somebody saying, oh yeah, they, uh, I, I worked for this big company and I put like a new page on their website and it ranked at the top of the search engine. Like, of course it did. You had a ton of authority compared to everyone else. Like, what did you expect was going to happen? Come on. Anyways, so, and then he's like, so, so then I told him that anyway. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. And then just like walked away from the conversation. I was like, dude, just, I, I will literally, I will literally, I'm still, I'm still kind of annoyed that I never got them as a client, but I'm like, dude, I will solve all of your SEO problems. I'm like, what do you want? Case studies? We got tons of case studies. Just sign this NDA. I'm like, what do you, like, what do you, just stop complaining. You're not at the top of the search engines. Okay. My clients are all at the top of the search engines. So I feel like we can probably help you out here. Now I don't, I don't even just whatever. Okay. Time for SEO story number three. I was actually gonna do another episode about this topic in particular, but I don't think it would be long enough. So I'm just gonna put it here in SEO stories edition one. <laughs> okay, so at the same coworking space, I was having a conversation with another colleague, super cool, super smart, very successful guy. And one day we were talking and let me preface the story by saying that like there's a good chance I was just being dense and like didn't actually get the question that he was asking me. But I'm also pretty sure that my answer was accurate. So I don't really know. I'll just tell you the story. Okay. So he's trying to learn more about my business and I wasn't trying to get him as a client really because he didn't he was in a place where he didn't need SEO. Okay? Like sometimes some people don't need SEO. Sometimes people get sufficient business and they don't even need to rely on the search engines, okay? This guy was networked awesomely and good word of mouth thing. And he was in a very specific field of business that not even a lot of people really uh, look on the web to try and find it. So, you know, it's all good, not a problem. So anyway, he's like, he's like, well, tell me about, oh, he goes, tell me about what kind of clients you work with or something along those lines. And I'm like, we work with clients that need to get to the top of the search engines. <laughs> and he's like, no, but like, tell me like what, like what kind of businesses do you work with? And I'm like, any kind of business, like we've got hundreds of clients that are literally anything from one man shops to like huge international companies. Like they all were not at the top of the search engines and we got them to the top of the search engines. And he's like, no, but I mean like, Okay, so some people will be like, oh, you know, I work with like small businesses that have like five to 10 employees and like all these other like specific criteria. And I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, we could work with those. I'm like, I don't have a target client because I don't care because all SEO is exactly the same. I just wanna be clear here. Local SEO does not count in that category. Local SEO is its own thing. I don't really do local SEO. 
If you ever have local SEO questions, don't ask me because I literally haven't done local SEO since like 2011 or 2012. And I'll explain a little, I'll explain a little bit more about that in a bit, but local SEO used to be exactly the same as regular SEO. Like you just ranked for the cities or whatever as your keywords, same as anything else. In fact, I'll tell you a cool story about that, but ooh, yes, that will be SEO story number four in this episode. But anyways, local SEO is its own thing. I know there's factors involved in it. I know the location of the searcher relative to the location of the business matters. Like it's all, it's its own thing. You can't game the system by, by just pumping it full of authority. So it's not, it's not my forte, but anyway, so I told him, I'm like, look, all SEO is exactly the same except local SEO. Okay. Just forget about local SEO. I don't really do that. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, like, do you work with like enterprise clients or like small? And I'm like, dude, yes, we work with all of those people. Our ideal client is somebody who's not at the top of the search engine, but wants to be at the top of the search engine. That's our client. When we have an enterprise client, for example, and I've mentioned this, we do have an enterprise client. They sell airline tickets. They have over a million index pages and some of the search terms that we have them at the top of page one for have over 400,000 monthly searches. Very big company. Do you know how we handled them? Exactly the same as every other company we've ever worked with. We picked their keywords. We use some of our authoritative domains to link to them. And now they're at the top of the search engines. When we started with them, I think they were in the 400s. I would have to, I'd have to go... I'd have to go check SERP Fox actually. By the way, SERP Fox, I mentioned them in another episode. Excellent SERP tracking tool. If you're not familiar with the acronym, SERP, S-E-R-P, search engine results page. SERP just refers to what position are you in the search engines? Are you number one? Are you number five? Are you number 200? Like, where are you? Uh, SERP Fox, that's SERP, like the word I just said. And then Fox, like a fox, like F-O-X. S-E-R-P-F-O-X dot com. Um, they're awesome. I've used them for over a decade. They don't even know I'm mentioning them. This is not a paid review or any nonsense like that. I'm just telling you them because they're awesome and I've used them for over 10 years. Anyway, I'd have to go check Fox to see where they were when we started with them, but they were. it was like 400 or 300. The point is it wasn't even on the first like 20 or 30 pages. So they were nowhere. And now they're at the top of page one. And guess what? They've been there for like seven years. So yeah, don't tell me authority doesn't work. Don't tell me you need any of this content nonsense. Do you know how much of their content we touched? Literally none of it. All we did was build authority by giving them backlinks from our authoritative domains, which again is exactly the same as every other client we have ever worked with. Why? Because all SEO is exactly the same, not including local SEO, which is completely different. Anyway, I don't know if I was just being dumb and like, I don't think I was like intentionally like misunderstanding his question, but I, I, I couldn't, I don't like, I don't care. Our agency, we will work with anybody who's not at the top of the search engine. As long as you're not in one of the fields that I've mentioned, we don't work with. Okay. No pharmacy. And by pharmacy, I mean, online drugs without a prescription, no gambling and no adult industries. And that's not for moral reasons. It's because the business uh, practices of those industries, as far as SEO goes, is very different from the rest of the industries. So I don't work those. And also I don't really work with MLMs because they're all scams. So get out of here anyways. I hope I didn't offend anyone, but 
bro, come on, your MLM company is a scam. Don't tell me why it's different. They're all scams. But we don't work with MLMs anyway, so that's fine. But anyway, um, oh, and if you don't know MLM, MLM is when you sell a thing and then you recruit your friends and then they sell some things and they recruit their friends and everybody over them in the like hierarchy gets paid a little bit every time anyone below them makes money. You Maybe you've had a couple friends who tried to sell you some nonsense like that once. It's nonsense. That's all I'm going to say. I don't take MLM clients. So sorry. Anyways, all SEO is exactly the same, not including local SEO. And again, I wasn't trying to be dense. I wasn't trying to be dumb, but I I literally, I don't care. You're a one man shop promoting your medical practice or whatever, which we've had clients like that before. Yeah. To the top of the search engines. You're an online marketplace for sporting goods. I'm being very vague, but yes, we've had clients like that before to the top of the search engines. You're an enterprise company with a million plus pages to the top of the search engines. You sell contact lenses online to the top of the search engines. Like it's literally exactly the same, all of it. I don't understand what the confusion was. Sometimes I've actually heard people give a very precise definition of who they work with. They're like, yes, our, not necessarily SEO, but they're like, our ideal client are medium-sized businesses with this much annual revenue and this number of employees. And it's like, dude, why do you have to be that specific? Like, I'm not trying to be stupid here, but seriously, like that's awful precise. I'm not saying that there's not a lot of businesses out there like that. I'm sure there are, but... I don't know, man. I've never, I I didn't even think about this question ever in my life until he had asked me. And I'd, again, I think it was like eight or nine years I'd been in business at this point. I'm just like, dude, we work with people that aren't at the top of the search engines. That's, that's our criteria. And who aren't gambling pharmacy and adult. Like that's our criteria for becoming our client. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And anyway, my friend, my friend looked at me like literally this dude is super smart. Okay. Like super, I can't say enough good things about my friend. Super smart, super successful, just all around awesome person, right? And like, maybe he thought, I'm sure I seemed like an idiot who like hadn't done adequate market research or something, right? So anyway, my friend looks at me like I'm literally not making any sense whatsoever because I didn't have my target client narrowed down exactly as specifically as he did for his business. So anyway, my friend looked at me and it just kind of had that sensation of like, you know what? I think you need to think about your answer a little bit more. But I didn't because it really was that simple to rank our clients. The method of getting our clients to the top, no matter who they are, no matter how many pages are on their website, no matter what industry they're in, no matter how many employees they have, no matter what their revenue is, it's the same. Although I will say here for the sake of accuracy. And I mentioned this on another episode too. We have had a couple clients who actually had content problems, but for 99.9% of our clients, the reason they weren't at the top of the search engines was because they didn't have sufficient authority and it had nothing to do with anything else. Like, have you ever had somebody say something that's just so outlandish? You're just like, what? Like that's what my friend's expression was like when I was telling him, yeah, we'll work with anybody who's not at the top of the search engine who needs to be at the top of the search engine. Why? Because all SEO is exactly the same. Again, not local SEO. But anyway, and so, I mean, 
I, I'm sure I seemed like an idiot to him because he probably thought, oh yeah, look at this guy. He hasn't done his market research and whatever. He doesn't have his ideal client narrowed down. Like, yeah, and it's never even been an issue ever in nine years. So, okay. Anyway, there's, I guess no point to that story, but it was funny. Actually, if you hear this episode, Tell me, tell me, I'm, I'm actually curious what other people, like if you're, if you work in the SEO industry, like tell me, tell me what your response to that question would have been. Because I, I just, like, honestly, like, did I miss something? Like, it's literally all the same. I've, I've, I've literally never done anything different except give clients authority and watch them go to the top of the search engine. It's literally 99% of what search engine optimization is. Yeah, make sure you don't have any penalties. That's important. Yeah, make sure your content isn't complete garbage. But more importantly, make sure it's not keyword stuffed, okay? If you're confused about that, go listen to episode two where I talk about keyword stuffing penalties. But like, it's all it's all the same. I don't know, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know. Okay, on to SEO story number four. So I said I was gonna mention this. Back in the day, local SEO was different than it is now. In fact, there was no local SEO. It was literally just SEO, but using a, but using like a place as the keywords. So for example, we had a client who, okay, let's say they were in the porta potty rental business. They weren't, okay? I don't wanna give them away, that's not their field, but it was something similar to that, okay? So they had this company where you could rent porta potties in different cities. Pretty, pretty smart, right? I mean like somebody needs to get you your porta potties if you have to rent them, anyways. So let me give you just a short version of what they did and then what we did. Okay, because this is brilliant. And by the way, it doesn't work this way anymore for local SEO. So this is just a an educational experience, I suppose. Okay, so on their website, they had, I'm gonna be very, very brief about this, but you get the point. So they had their porta potty rental, which again, that is not their industry, but it was something very similar to that. So they had their porta potty rental website, okay? And then they had 50 different pages one for every state, okay? Get where I'm going with this? In each of those pages, they had city pages for each of the cities, not every city, but for the main cities in those states, okay? Now this makes hundreds of pages on a website, okay? Now, to SEO them, how do you think we did that? We started arranging their cities in order of importance and building backlinks to each of those pages using, obviously we had a big mixture, but using that location and keyword in the anchor text. If you need a refresher of this, anchor text is the word that you use as the link to the website. So if you say, for example, you know, hey, check out this website where you can buy blue widgets and buy blue widgets is the link then that's the anchor text. And the most powerful ranking signal there is, is the anchor text that you use in the backlink. Now, obviously, don't do too many of them. That's literally an over-optimization penalty. Episode two talks about over-optimization penalties and how to fix them if you get one. But imagine every city that you offer your service in and you have a separate web page on your site for it, okay? And then you've got lots of backlinks coming to each of those pages guess what? That guy was at the top of the search engine for any city you could think of and porta potty rentals after it. So yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, but like I said, 
Local SEO doesn't work that way anymore. So yeah. But anyway, that story is demonstrative of how SEO works conceptually, even though it doesn't really work that way for local SEO anymore. But it was pretty straightforward. It was pretty awesome. They were very happy. We were very happy. And that's the end of SEO story number four. So we did things a little bit differently this week. Instead of having a normal episode, we did SEO stories. I hope it was helpful. I hope it was fun. I hope it was enjoyable to listen to. And if it was, please subscribe. And if there's anything you want me to talk about, you can email me at hello at grumpyseoguy.com. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about why there are so many misconceptions in the SEO industry and why the SEO industry wants you to believe them.